Hey, buddy. Honey. <laughs> How are you? Uh, hold on, let me turn this up a little bit. Okay, talk to me. I really want to create a social movement, Tony, of um, positive forward motion, you know, movement. So that that way, during this time of being at home, under quarantine, I've got kids inside, and that's on my outside, by the way, so I'm not wearing a blazer, forgive me, Tony. It's all right. Um, and, um, I, look <laughs> I just walked in from the car. This oh, is what I need. I love I'll you. I'll just call like this. Yeah, like, How's that? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I think the most important thing is, I want people to know you. People always ask me about you. People always curious about you, Tony. People always want to know your secret source. Um, and so that's really why I wanted to have this one-on-one -on -one with you because I want them to know who you are. Yes, you're, uh, you're so unassuming, which I think is your secret weapon, actually. Uh, because your results, yeah, your results speak louder than, than any action, any words, my friend. It's just amazing. Um, so if you don't mind, can I get into the, into the interview process? I want to kind of give a quick sure. pick about you. Great. This is a very organic kind of process, Tony. But um, again, I want you to be the first launch episode of Legend, okay. A Hero's Journey. And you've been one of my heroes, of course, besides my dad and many, many other people. But you are right there because out of anything in my business career, you really helped elevate me. You really kind of was part of the, the cataclysmic event in my life that kind of got me to my goals and dreams. So anything is fair that I help you get there as I go in this endeavor to do this live channel broadcast. And guys, this is Tony Fletcher. So uh, Tony Fletcher is been in the industry for over three decades, uh, in real estate that is. Um, he's a master recruiter. Now in any business, in any business, recruiting is key because you're always looking for the most dynamic people to bring into your team. This is the guy, Tony Fletcher. Second thing, Tony knows how to drive production. Tony's been around for so long. You've seen the cycles, right, Tony? You've seen the trends. Yep. You've been to the ups and downs, the foreclosures, the rehabs, the REOs. Ario has been real estate owned, the banks have owned, you've been through development. Uh, now Tony runs the, well, I'll get there, Tony, but Tony Fletcher ran the largest Keller Williams market center in the world outside of Texas. So what that means is Tony, when I joined Tony, I was his kind of his VP, it's called assistant team lead. I became Tony's vice president in a sense in the corporate world that is Tony, I'm trying to, let this make sense across the board. Right. Tony had over 800 agents under his reign, under his leadership at his market center. He was not only the CEO of that office, he was also the coach before that. So he knew how the agents ticked. That bloody dog. Excuse me, Tony. Tony knew how they ticked. Tony knew who they were. Tony knew their personality traits. So when I came there, I worked with Tony and literally we just went to town. Why Tony was so significant in my career was because Tony went ahead and he helped me become excellent. He treated me the same way he was treated. You gave me your coach, Mike Bastian, which I'll say his name because Mike Bastian is one of a kind. He gave great. me his coach. Um, and also at the same time, Tony, whatever Tony's activities or actions were as CEO, he laid them on me. So I had to kind of in a sense act like you, Tony. I had to behave like you, I had to think like you, I had to, I had the same coaching as you. I had to have the same performance results as Tony. So 
for a year under Tony's guidance and support and mentorship, Tony, um, I was treated like him. So that really escalated my mindset. That really helped me get places. So you can understand my loyalty, my dedication to Tony Fletcher. Thank you. Well, we were partners, so that's why we did so well. Absolutely. Oh, we were, we were, we were arm in arm. We were like iron eagles up in the sky fighting together. Tony, that's when I move to the other side of the sun because there's a dog barking over here. Just give me one second. Kind of let, let, really let us know who you are. So I'm hoping I can do that. And, and you've been my first episode. You know I'm a big fan of yours. And I tell everybody, Tony, and I'm not scared about bragging about yep. you. And I'm okay with that because that's, that's, that's my bragging rights. Right. You've done a lot. And that's obvious. And oh, here's another thing I want to share quickly, Tony. Is I met your sister. <laughs> Tammy. I met Tammy. <laughs> She's in real estate because of you, and she's doing super well. Man, Tammy does well. She's awesome. Oh, man, that, that lady is, like, scary good. Like you also, she's kind of got this quiet power about her. I'm like, oh, it runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so here's a question I want to ask you, Tony. That uh, Sure. I'm sure you might use in your recruiting appointments. I don't know, but you can help me. What is your, your big why? Why do you do what you do? Uh, my wife and kids. That's that's it. I wouldn't do any of this without them. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be able to even get any of it done if I didn't have Yvette, my wife, because she does. I mean, she she's everything around here. So I mean, she's my boss. <laughs> I won't tell her. I won't tell her, Tony. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She knows. She knows absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Tony, of course. So. In every appointment, that you, you know, when you meet with agents, I'm talking from A place to B players to agents that just got their license, they're kind of in the bench looking to be groomed for excellence. Right. How do you start that? Like, what do you, when you question them, what are you digging for? What are you looking for? I know it's a big why, but how do you go about doing that for you, Tony? So I look at it um, almost like a, um, like a doctor or a mechanic or somebody like that, where when you come in, I, I'm not going to talk about me. I want to know about you. And, um, you know, people love to talk about themselves. So that's usually pretty easy. And depending on where they're coming from, I try to equate that to, um, if say if they're a new agent and they, whatever industry they're coming from, I try to, um, translate from their old business, uh, to real estate and, you know, show how that can work together to make it an easier transition for them. Um, and then when more productive agents, there's two things, it's time or money, which one do they want? So depending on what they tell me, uh, I'll really lay out a prescription based on what we have to offer um, to give them one of those two things. That's the only two things that I'm looking for. Or, and you might not tell me directly, I want more money or I want more time. But through conversation, by you talking to me, I can tell you, say, oh, I'm stressed and I have a lot of transactions and, you know, I have to push to the very end of the month to get everything done and you're always behind. And so you, you need more time. Mm. So we would, you know, come up with a plan um, that fits you. And that's the big thing is that every single person that comes in, their plan is strategic and individualized for them. It's not my plan, it's their plan. Mm. And how and we show them how their plan, how we can help them execute their plan. I mean, if they would like a plan, we can give them one. But more often than not, people have their own ideas about what they wanna do. And so 
do we have enough experience, support systems and models in place for them to be able to execute their plan? And sometimes I don't even talk about Keller Williams. Sometimes it's just about real estate and sometimes it's not about real estate at all. I think that's where people come, they don't recruit all the people that they should be recruiting because they don't listen. They just talk. And that's what I always say, tell me about yourself. And then I just shut my mouth. Yeah. Tony, you've, you've hit some high numbers and you've kind of been pushed to like the limits. Uh, mm -hmm. I know, but I want to share this with our audience. What it, What is, What's, what's been your biggest recruiting month for you? I'm not talking your team because you, you fed me a lot of leads and I had a lot of points because of you. When I worked for, with you, Tony, I had a lot of points because of you. You set me up for you, set me up a lot and I appreciate that. And, and, and it made me look good and it made you look good. But ultimately, it was a team effort. But for you, individually, personally, for you, because this is about you, Tony Fletcher, what's the biggest recruiting number you've hit in a month? 30 days. 19. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. So let me tell you the standard recruiting efforts in our industry, real estate. The standard should be two appointments a day, 10 a week, 40 a month, with kind of like a four to one ratio. Tony, I think yours like more like a two to one ratio. I mean, I don't want to brag for you, but I think it's, I'm kind of right. Yeah. yeah you know, you're not just having endless conversations and really not getting anywhere with that four to one. <laughs> you know me pretty well. My, yeah. it, it's pretty short. Yeah, you know, you're pretty scary, but I think that's the, I think that's the fear factor, Tony. And um, I'm going to endorse you here right now. Is I do know a lot of people are coming with all of you. They might not tell you that. Okay, but I know because they come and ask me or they're like, hey, can you tell us about Tony? What's his trade secrets or his secret source? Or how does he recruit? You know, what's his process or his program or the tools and systems? I'm like, guys, Tony's pretty standard in how he does things. What I do know is that, I mean, he grinds hard. Tony, I don't think you dilly-dally. I think you're like, no. you wake up in the morning, I think you're, you're, you're going, my friend. Well, yeah, and you know, here's the other thing, and, I, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people. So when I got hired, they said the standard is 10, 10 a month. Mm. And so to me, that's the standard, meaning you hit 10, you keep your job. Well, not everybody thinks like that, but that's how I think. So I want to exceed that standard. And so when I wake up in the morning, 10's the number. By the end of the month, I need 10. And so I'm going to have to meet with 40 to 50 people a month to exceed that number. So that's exactly what gets done. And I think that's more than anything. That's the secret sauce. Right. Sorry, Tony, I had to move because I was in the sun. It's, it's hot. I like the vitamin C, but after 20 minutes, it starts to get to my head, you know. Um, Tony, thanks for that feedback. I'll just... Um, uh, th that's really important. Tony, the other question I have for you, and this is coming from, from my past experience trying to bring it to the present, is what actions do you take to keep your business running effectively and securely? You've got a family, you've got, you're now a general manager of multiple market centers. Tell me about that and tell me the, the process that you go through on an individual for you to be successful the way you are. Well, it's just about having a plan. And, you know, again, it's, it's, you're not going to execute the entire plan in one day. It's really a, it's a long game. It's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I think, you know, just what we're going through right now, I think people are just starting to wake up and realize, oh, hey, this is not a two-week sprint. This is going to be a three, six-month, nine-month, 
who knows how long marathon. And I think that's just the way that I go about it. And I might look like I'm sprinting, but I'm just, I'm pacing myself for, again, the long term. And I, I might not win today, and I might not win tomorrow, but I will win. Yeah, I think that's that really important is pacing. You know, keeping momentum, not the ups and yep. downs. Really yep. just, yeah, plateauing. Hey, Tony, yep. um, uh, he has a good question, okay? What kind of, when all this COVID happened, you know, the coronavirus hit hard and everything was uncertain, okay? What kind of rapid response did your system and you set up for communication purposes and able for you to continue on your business and, and have the daily activity accountability with your staff and agents? Well, it only took us about 24 hours to get everybody. Yeah, it only took us 24 hours to get virtual uh, as an office. Um, and really get our plan in, in motion in place and have everybody working from home within 24 hours. So that happened very quickly. Um, the rest of it, again, this is, it's different than other, other downturns, but in some respects, it's still the same. There's still the same amount of denial out there and people sitting on their hands and people wishing it wasn't going to be this way instead of just getting on with it and saying, this is what it is today and just move on. I mean, I'm already three months down the road thinking, you know, what does it look like on the other side? Right, absolutely. And I know one thing that I want to put out there is you're a big advocate of Zoom. So you do daily, weekly, monthly. You're on Zoom most of the time. So I think I'm almost every day, right? We're being Zoomed to death. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but it's working for you because now all of a sudden, Tony, I'm hearing other leaders, other CEOs, other, uh, other uh, market centers not using Zoom. Which, they, right. which, like you, I know you're at the forefront, but I'm just trying to say, it just shows the kind of standard you said, Tony. People will hear about it, people talk about it, but they don't execute it. Right. Do you feel that you, do you mean, part of your, 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 your trade for you, Tony? Say it again? Execution. Do you think that's part of what makes you different most of the time? Um, I think what makes me different is not just the execution, but but continuing to execute day in and day out. Right, exactly, absolutely, absolutely. So Tony, um, this is gonna go to realtors because that's, that's your forte, that's where you're at the forefront of, and you're a general manager, so at the end of the day, they do look for you for a lot of guidance and support. What do you suggest mm -hmm. to realtors in general, Tony, Orange County, Los Angeles, and across the nation, because we're all pretty much the same, we're licensed professionals that are quarantined. What should they be focused on to keep them engaged and moving forwardly purposefully and productively well i think they should be engaged with learning and i think they should continue to remain engaged with whatever brokerage they're with um, and if their brokerage isn't offering them support then go find one that does mm. um, good, good, good. and i think now's the time to make a move that's good okay i like that yeah yeah and again it's it's uh we're all in this together so all realtors are in the same boat and you know the ones that um, have stuck their heads in the sand. They're not going to be competition for very long. Yeah. And I think you're going to see a big thinning of the ranks and um, the people that are working and I can look at, you know, the three offices that I am in charge of and I can see who's working and it's as expected. And, you know, again, when we come out of this, those folks are going to be the most successful agents in our area. So. Nice. One thing that I like about the thing that you put online is 
your calendar, you have like, you have a calendar of events, like yep. exercise, Zoom call. Um, it's like from when you wake up to when you go, you know, till the end of the day. I, I do like that, Tony. I've seen that. And I, I wanted to share that, but that's kind of your, your office routine. But um, I do like that. You know, what isn't in your calendar doesn't exist. And just because we're quarantined doesn't mean we don't show up to do business, Tony. That's right. Especially, I mean, like I'm, I'm wearing my T-shirt sitting in the loft upstairs at my house. And it doesn't mean we can't talk to our clients and we can't stay in touch with people. And again, right now we're not selling anything. What we're doing is we're being helpful. We're reaching out to people and see how we can be of service to them. And then down the road, when they need you, you're, you're going to be at the forefront. So in this pandemic, looking forward, because you're a forward thinker, you have to be. In leadership, you have to be. You always have to, you're always thinking 20 steps ahead. What do you see lies in the future, Tony, for real, real estate agents, um, for the real estate market? for the economy, for mortgages? I mean, can you give us kind of an overall vision of what you see moving forward, Tony, into the future? Into the future? Not well, I, don't know, I don't know what it's gonna look like exactly, but what I will tell you this is that all the people that I get to talk to, and I get to see people from a lot of different areas, whether it's a new agent, super experienced agent, lenders, vendors, title people, you know, hedge fund guys, there's, I talk to a lot of people and I get to see the business from a lot of different levels and I don't know what it's going to look like, but what I will tell you is the amount of innovation you're going to see between now and the next 12 months is going to be off the chart. Some of the stuff that I'm hearing right now is, just blows me away. It's like, this is awesome. I mean, we've honestly, we've needed this because things get stale, people get tired of agents, Agents became order takers, and that's not what this business is about. It's not what this business has ever been about. And so, you know, maybe, you know, some innovative thinking by people. Um, I think we can all rethink our schedules. I re you re people realize that, hey, I can be super efficient with my schedule and get things done a lot faster than maybe I could before or I did before. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I, I love what you said. I believe that, Tony. I believe the real estate industry itself is archaic. I, I, I'm not attacking. I'm not. I'm not attacking the, the, the association rules. I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is the mindset, Tony, is very traditional. We're in the 21st right. century. We have to embrace 21st century tools. This isn't 1997 anymore. And to be a realtor today, you have to be diehard committed. Yeah. And you know, that's, you know, so, so there's two things that I, I'm seeing a lot of. So of course, in this time, I'm getting a lot of, you know, emails and things inviting me to different things or whatever. And what I see is old school thinking wrapped up in today's, you know, disaster that's going on. But then I also have a whole nother side of my inbox that is new, fresh, innovative, nice outside the box thinking wrapped in this disaster and that side of my inbox is going to win the other side they won sometime long ago but that's done and over with oh, I, I, and I think I, the, the sooner we get the sooner we realize that yesterday is gone today is today and, and tomorrow is tomorrow i mean yesterday is gone so just we're going to move away from that wow. and the sooner we do that the better off we're going to be all of us uh, absolutely Tony, I want to take you back to your coaching days when you were a coach. Okay. Because as a leader, you're kind of elevated. So you're thinking a different level. 
okay? Mm -hmm. But now let's just pretend I'm an agent for a second. You know, just, just entertain me for a second. Yeah, tell you for a minute. Sure. And yeah. you're coaching me. What would you deliver to me in order to keep me motivated and, and feel supported that I can continue doing what I'm doing, but kind of in a virtual world instead of what we're used to, showing up at the office, waiting for the phone to ring, checking our emails? Well, I'll just tell you what I did for, I'm not only use it for you, I'll use it for an agent I just met with um, a couple days ago. Um, we redid his complete business plan based on today, not yesterday, but today. What does his business plan look like? Some of the things were out of order. Some of his priorities were a little bit upside down. And some of the money he was spending was being misspent today. So we just sat down, went through his business plan, and now he's giving me updates every couple of days on the progress he's making in shifting his business plan from yesterday's business plan to today's business plan. Well, I love that shift. That's the, Tony, that's a, there's a big shift going on. We have to go with the shift. We can't, mm -hmm. you know, we can't wait for it to go over. We've got we to chase the shift. Uh, I love that, Tony, because at the end of the day, if you treat like a business, it behaves like a business and it pays you like a business. As, right. as professionals, especially independent contractors, it's a business. It should be. And if it's not, um, you should rethink what, whether this is the business for you or not. Yeah, and, and maybe a nine-to-five job is what you need, you know, what most people need, which they do need anyway. Independent contractors, you really, you're in interdependent, not dependent, you know, a, a contractor. Right. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Tony, you became general manager. Congratulations. I know it's been a, it's been a long road for you. Uh, what was the turning point when you went from being a CEO, wanting to leave that, that realm, that dimension, and going to the next? What was the... The, the thought process, what, what made you want to change that? Because you're so good at what you do, it becomes comfortable, it becomes natural. Why would you want to change that? I'm a builder. I mean, I get bored. So I'm a doer a and a builder. Fund. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a doer and a builder. So I mean, once my job is done, I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Actually, I'm ready to move on to the next thing long before the job is done, but I got to get the job done before I can move on. So that's really, like I'm one of those people. Like I want to, I want to crush through the job and go to the next thing. And that's and this will be no different. You, you are that. I have a set of goals yeah. that I want to hit, and once we hit those goals, it'll be on to the next thing. Yeah, I, I apologize. So that there is one thing about you is you, you're kind of like stubborn in a way where you know even though you know there's something good on the other side, you'd rather complete, you'd rather finish what you started before you kind of bounce. And I, I respect that a lot because me being a serial entrepreneur, Tony. I'm not scared to take risks. However, like you, and I've learned from you is, you gotta finish what you started. You know, and yeah. then from there, there's a, that other chapter, it's, it's not going anywhere, it's, it's, it's coming. You just have to get to it. Right. No, no need to rush and anything. I think, yeah, uh, no, and I think in some respects, you have to earn it. Oh. You know, we all, oh. we all, want, we all want it today, but sometimes you just have to get out there and you have to earn it. That's right. And show True. other people. You know that you, know that you can do it, but somebody else might need to see that you can do it. So you have to earn it in their eyes. So yeah, I love yours. But no, I love that. You right. Nobody deserves anything. You have to earn it. No. Yeah. Right. This entitlement doesn't exist. You, you don't earn no. amounts of money because you think you're special. Yeah. We're, we're I have all zero special. participation <laughs> trophies. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't have any accolades, Tony. I don't have any awards, but I think I'm very special, you know, so I deserve more. No, 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 absolutely. Um, oh, that's fantastic, Tony. 
Tony, we're running out of time. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know what else you really have. If you want to share something with me, that's fine. But, but I, want to, I want to end with this question here is, um, like literally, you know, you deal with all these agents and what's the one thing that you leave your agents with to give them the hope, especially in this kind of time right now with over a million people with, with uh, the coronavirus, um, over 50,000 have passed away. So 5% of those have passed away. Everybody is it's just on their mindset all day long. What's, what can you give them the one thing to kind of just get them moving forward productively, positively, Tony? Well, for me, the, the one thing, as soon as this kind of hit, the one thing I, that I told the leadership team was, you know, we want to be accessible and visible. Wow. And I think that's the two things we've done really, really well is we've been really accessible and really visible so that we can have, you know, every agent can reach out to any of the team and just talk. It doesn't have to be about real estate. And a lot of times, a lot of our coaching is not about real estate. It's about what's up here. You know, oh, when you fix God. that, everything else becomes easy. So I think, again, being accessible and visible are the two things that I would leave any agent with is your leadership team being accessible and visible. If they aren't, go find a new leadership team. Point blank. That's it, Tony. If it's not working, broken. You need to fix it. Right. And, you know, I love the statement because it's so easy. Everybody says it. And Einstein said it the best. Doing the same thing over, as son of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results. Hello, Yvette. There's my boss right there. There she is. There's my there's boss. The, there's, there's the real boss right there. There's the real boss. Don't tell that's her, right. Tony, but that's the real boss. Yeah. She, I don't have to tell her. She's well aware. Tony, I want to thank you for your time. It is a privilege. You, you know, I want it's to my be, pleasure. I want to be your biggest fans. That's why I want to dedicate the launch of this channel with the first ever being about you and for you because you had such a big impact in my life. I'm one of your biggest fans, Tony. I always wish you well. I, I love everything thought process you have, everything you're doing. I love to be in touch with you. And I can't say enough, my friend, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. You know, I feel, you know, I feel exactly the same way. And, uh, and I appreciate you having me on here first. And um, I'm sure this will be the first of many, many good ones you're going to have. Absolutely. Thank you, Tony. Hey, Mr. Tony Fletcher, extraordinaire. Thank you very much. Thanks for being a legend today with us. And may you continue on your amazing journey, Tony. Thank you. I appreciate it, Kevin. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye.